Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. about supernatural experiences. And last week we're talking about asking for them. And hopefully you've had some time to either think about asking God for supernatural experiences or asking and experiencing the supernatural realm. One of the things that as we move forward in this process, we are going to begin to apply some of the basic principles that we've learned. And as we do that, a lot of times it can get uncomfortable or questions come up or Things may not feel right or sense right. And I want you to know that's perfectly normal. That's what's going to happen. Because what we're doing is cooperating with God. And God himself is not going to let you continue to believe lies or be vulnerable to the enemy. He desires to heal your wounds, to reveal himself, and to not only speak truth to you, but be truth to and in you. So there's going to be areas in the process that are going to influence you to turn away from this direction. So be forewarned. It's not unexpected that as you begin to change Things in your environment, people, your own soul is not going to necessarily be thrilled about the change. So how do we handle it? We give God time and attention. And if necessary, we give him more time and attention. there's going to be changes that you're not necessarily going to welcome. You're going to perhaps drop some beliefs that influence who your friends are, where you live, where you work, how you relate to others, 
And I just want to encourage you, whatever God asks you to do, obviously you check to make sure that it's him. But once you know it's him, make the change. Go with his flow. And, you know, a lot of times we we hear about, you know, I'm afraid that if I really ask God what he wants me to do, it'll be to sell everything and go be a minister, a missionary in Africa. And I don't want to do that, so I'm not going to ask him what his will for me is. Well, just let me assure you that unless you right now already have a desire to go be a missionary in Africa, odds are really good that that's not his desire, his desire for you. Brought you to where you are right now, which is in his will, and you started in his will, and you didn't have to do anything. He is the God. He arranges your circumstances. He guides your footfall. Even as you pick it up, as you start to set it down, he guides where your next foot lands, where your next decision leads. It talks about, the scriptures talk about that he gives us the desires of our heart. He gives you desire. He plants in you what he wants you to want. Just as we talk so often that if you have any desire to know him more, it's a guarantee that he wants to make himself known. Because that desire comes from him. And if he says, desire me, and you desire him, because, again, he's given you that desire, guess what he does? He shows up. So, Lord, for you know where each one of us is in this situation in regards to your supernatural experiences. You know everything about our circumstances, but specifically about learning to live as a spirit being in your supernatural realm. We have so much to learn. Lord, let us make the most of this time now to make it almost easier on ourselves that we would enjoy the process of learning about you from you. And, Lord, for those who need specific encouragement, Lord, reveal yourself. And, Lord, as a comforter, just touch those who need a special touch of comfort. And in times of grief, we... We want to understand and we want to make sense of things. And even if we could, it isn't going to make sense. 
and we can't understand it. So, Lord, we just ask that you comfort, that you are present and give peace through grief. And, Lord, just touch those that need a touch from you. Open the doors for those that feel kept in, locked in, locked away. Even in the mind, Lord. A special freedom, Lord, for those locked away in their own minds. Lord, show the way out. Lord, we trust that you want us free. Free to be who you created us to be, spirit beings. Lord, we want you more. We want to know you more. We want to be known of you more. Don't let us settle for anything less than everything you have for us. We don't know what comes tomorrow. We don't know what happened yesterday before we, be, we be, came on this earth. But, Lord, we know you do. You know. And our spirit knows. And we can trust you. Lord, show us your trustworthiness. Prove yourself trustworthy. And we appreciate your grace, your graciousness, your your love, your gifts, your gift, your dedication to us, each one of us. Thank you, Lord, ahead of time for everything you're doing for us today and tomorrow and the day after. Thank you, Lord. So as we move into being objective about learning about the supernatural realm, go ahead and be objective. Take notes. Set out a a course study. What do you want to learn? We'll be talking about supernatural experiences, about the gifts that operate in the supernatural realm, about authority, and part of that process, what we're going to do is reinforce the differentiation between spirit and supernatural. It is so helpful to understand spirit, the spiritual realm is eternal. It was never created and it's not going to come to an end. That's not true of the supernatural realm, and it's not true of the natural realm. Both of the, these other realms had a beginning, were created by God, and will have an end, because that's one end right there. Now, we don't know what it's going to look like. There might just be transformation. But it helps to understand that you are a spirit being. Not a supernatural one or a soulical one or a physical one, but a spirit being. 
If you've been born again, you are a living spirit being. If you have not been born again, you are a dead spirit being. And and your only resources that are available to you are in the supernatural realm, your soul, and your and the natural realm, the physical. For those of us who are born again, we have been rebirthed. We have been begotten by spirit. And now have received everything we need for life and godliness. To be changed, to receive truth, to experience eternal life now. And again, when we come back to this is what God intends for us now on this earth. It's not about a ministry or achieving a certain gold star in evangelism or building the church or the kingdom. Now, God may say, I want you to go and do this, that, and the other thing and assign you projects, and he will assign you projects throughout your life. But those are for practice. Those are your homework studies. Take them home, work on your projects, and through working on your projects, he heals you. He teaches you. He changes your habits. He reveals lies that you believe. He changes you. He conforms you to his image through the projects you're working on. But the projects are not your purpose. Your purpose is to know him, to become one with him, to become one, spirit, soul, and body. Now, God is the one who's going to change you. You don't change yourselves. We can't. We can't even help. And when we try, we muck it up. Only God can change us. Then what can we do? Give him our time and attention. Work on those projects. If you're, And we talked about making a list. Do you know what projects you're supposed to be working on? Are you working on them? Do you need to change the priority of how you spend your time, what you give your attention to? Well, then do it. Now, yeah, it's sometimes easier said than done. And so let's talk about that. And what we're going to be talking to later about is our, ne- our negative attitudes about the supernatural realm. And these things kind of tie in. Because when God asks us to do something we like, We don't have any problem doing it, do we? But when there's a challenge there, we struggle or we find ways out of it or we just happen to forget about it.
And it's very often in these challenges, in the negative things, the negative circumstances, that God can do his greatest work in us. This is also why we why it's so important that important that we develop habits, a quiet lifestyle. In those negative circumstances, when we are dealing with things we God asks us to do that are that we don't want to do, for instance. It's he's not putting us in that situation to force us to do something. It's because by putting us in that situation, we have to talk to him about difficult things. When we say God wants you whole, God wants you healed. He doesn't want you carrying burdens that he didn't place there. There's going to be times when he does want you to do things that are hard. And there he may give you burdens to carry. But so many of us live with guilt and regret and anger and pain and wounds and lies, even from our childhood and even from past generations that we don't even know about, but even from yesterday at work. And when we carry those around, they weigh us down and they interfere with our ability to be able to receive unconditionally the love that God is giving us unconditionally. So the reason we have cultivated that quiet lifestyle when there's a negative when there's a depression when there's an anger when there's a knock God draws our attention to something we know how to respond and we can recognize okay God what's going on here because we've already developed confidence in our, be, our being able to hear him clearly, and we know how to test what we're hearing, we, we don't spend our efforts on that. We can then go right to, okay, Lord, you're bringing this up. Why, is it, why do I feel so anxious about uh, taking this trip? I've got a meeting with so-and-so tomorrow. Why is that? Why am I feeling so stressed out about that? I'm ready for it. It's not going to be a big deal. Why am I feeling so anxious? And when, when we ask him, he brings up a situation that is totally unrelated. But this is how he got our attention. And this is the battle. These are the battles where we learn to overcome. This is where we learn our weapons, how to use our weapons. This is how we learn to cooperate 
with God by giving him our time and attention. And as he sets us free, circumstance by circumstance, he is revealing his love for us and his true nature and also our true nature. Don't have to live disconnected from peace and joy and life and contentment. God is not about the past. He's not about the present. He's not even about the future, about planning about what you're going to do tomorrow. He is about you. You are his purpose. You are his project. Nothing is more important to him than you. Let me repeat that. Nothing is more important to God than you. Than bringing you into oneness with him. And it's not by beliefs or maturity or knowing the right thing, doing the right thing, accomplishing the right thing, getting the right anointing, anything. It's cooperating with him. So the illustration is that there's a spirit of God flowing and our soul is not able to receive it because our soul is off doing its own thing. So the Lord is bringing our soul back to position where it was meant to be from the very beginning so the spirit flows into our soul and into our body and out. And so he's removing all the barriers and all the cracks that our soul wants to hold on to because your soul wants to maintain control for many different reasons. But you don't have to go along with that. God will put his finger on those areas. And a lot of times he will put his finger on little things. We'll want him to deal with, you know, big issues. Like, say we struggle with with lying or anger. And we want him to deal with those. And what he wants to deal with is a pain. How we see ourselves. A lie we believe about him. Now remember, God gets our attention in three areas. Relationships, health, and finances. So right now, if there's something in one of those areas that's causing issues that you're having to deal with out of the ordinary, take some time. Give him your attention. Lord, is this something from you? Is this, are you trying to get my attention? Is this your knocking? 
And you remember how to test. Lord, is this you? And, and then if he says yes, we know there are two voices that speak to the sheep, the shepherd and the butcher. And sometimes, you know, we're all going to make mistakes at this. That's part of the process. Not a big deal. A lot of times, the more mistakes you make, the better you're going to get at something. Because it's about developing a skill. It's like riding a bike. Developing balance. You're going to fall down a few times. So what? Now, knowing God, knowing him, he's arranged those circumstances where you're going to learn to ride your bike. So you're going to fall. You're going to make mistakes. Big deal. He's there to pick you up, put a little bandage on your skin knee, and try again. He doesn't blame us. He doesn't hold it against us. And don't worry, he's not going to let others pay for our practicing on them. So if you're testing and the Lord's, and you get a no, it's not from God. And we'll go into, we'll be going into this down the road. Then you say, Lord, is this something, is this an attack from an enemy? Lord, is this something I can take authority over? Lord, can you take care of this for me? Now, if you need more information about that, go to the website, therainersclub.org, and it's on there on how to handle, how to deal with testing what you're hearing and overcoming the enemy, your enemies, But remember, God wants you to learn how to do that. So this is not something, how are you going to learn? But by being in that situation. A skill is not a skill if it's never tested. God wants you to learn how he works, how he operates. And because you are a spirit being, you too will be operating in the same spiritual flow. So we've been talking about negative behavior, negative attitudes. And those who have a negative attitude toward supernatural experiences usually do so because they have been misinformed their beliefs are based on someone else's experience or opinion, or they may even have a fear of being out of control. And again, possibly getting hurt or making a mistake. So one of the reasons the Lord wants us to want supernatural experiences is to expose those areas in our belief system that are based on lack of confidence in God, which is also dependence on our own self-strength. 
where we abdicate our authority we have been given in Christ, God wants to give it back. It's going to be trial and error. We have absolutely nothing to fear from trying new things and asking for supernatural experiences. Period. So let's just stop. And ask the Lord. You might not even know about your concerns. You might not even know about your fears or misconceptions. So let's just stop. Lord, for for any who desires a supernatural experience of any kind, I just ask that you bring to the surface any fear or misconception or anything you want to talk to us about, about regarding supernatural experiences. And just let him bring anything to your mind. It can be an emotion. It can be a story you heard, something you saw on TV or read in a book that you didn't like, where somebody else was made a fool of, or you found out it was all a lie, Lord, I just ask that you speak truth into these situations. And keep pursuing the Lord until you get an answer on that situation. Lord, is this you? If you saw something that scared you, if you saw something that turned out to be not from God, Lord, what do we do about that? And over time, we will discuss some of those, but it's really important that you hear from God yourself. That's what we're all about. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be getting back together again the same time next week. Until then, this has been Diane Thomas of Rainer's Radio. Have a great weekend.